Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, he's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. of America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Their six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves, six stainless steel blades with swift hair removal and lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razor sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. John Middlecoff will join us in 20 minutes. We'll talk some NFL. We'll also talk a little live golf. Uh, got some Justin Herbert to share with you. Plus, wait to hear what Kevin Durant had to say. In one hour, we'll break down Kevin Durant and the uh, the kind of curious position that he's in. Powerful, though curious position that he's in. I, I do want to start with last night and what was a surprising beginning to the NBA draft. This was Adam Silver announcing the first pick. 
With the first pick in the 2022 NBA Draft, the Orlando Magic select Paolo Bancaro from Duke University. Uh, should be pointed out that Adam Silver is a Duke alum. It was also a little bit of a surprise because Jabari Smith had been long rumored to be the number one overall pick. I thought he was going to be the number one overall pick. He would have been number one on my boards. Uh, I do think that Paulo Boncaro, a little bit older, more physically, more developed, is a more ready-to-play prospect. But that's not how I want to get into this. The Orlando Magic got who they wanted, had the number one pick, got a player who is, I think, the most likely to be rookie of the year, and completely blew it. These two statements can be true. You can get the player you want. You can make the right selection. You can get a bona fide star and still blow it. Why do I point that out? Uh, I'm going to hearken back because nobody ever harkens forward. I hearken back. Everybody hearkens back. I should just say I should hearken, but hearken, everybody hearkens back. I'm going to hearken back to the draft that brought Jason Tatum to the Boston Celtics. Do you guys remember that draft? Sure you do. Hey, sure you do. That draft was one in which there was some similarities there, right? Um, l- let's look back on that draft because I think you'll understand, maybe completely, you'll understand why I can point out that they blew it, that being the Orlando Magic, even though they got the guy that they wanted. Right, so what what happened in the draft that had Jason Tatum going to the Boston Celtics third? Everyone knew that Lonzo Ball was going to the L.A. Lakers. Whether it was the fact that he's from L.A. or his dad pandering or Magic Johnson's comments or the second clandestine workout that got out, uh, that the Lakers were all in on getting a superstar homegrown point guard that could forever get their their franchise back up on top of the Western Conference and maybe the NBA. So the Boston Celtics had the number one pick. Ironically, that number one pick came because they traded with the Brooklyn Nets when they traded away the big three, right? So the Celtics had the number one pick. They knew that the Lakers were taking Lonzo Ball. They also knew that they valued Jason Tatum Above that of Markel Foltz and Josh Jackson, oof, oof. De'Aaron Fox, good player. Jonathan Isaac, Laurie Markkinen, Frank uh, Nilakina, <laughs> Dennis Smith, like that. You're looking back, you're like, wow, that was not a very strong draft. And there was a lot of players. Derek White went 29th. He's, he and Kyle Kuzma have actually had a better career than most taken in between them. But... Uh, what happened in that draft was Danny Ainge pulled off an all-timer. Uh, he got additional picks from the Philadelphia 76ers because the Sixers wanted Markel Fultz. And he knew he wanted Jason Tatum and the Sixers weren't going to take Jason Tatum one. Now, I don't know for a fact that Paolo would have been the pick of the Houston Rockets. I got a pretty good sense Okay, that Jabari Smith would have been the number one pick if the Houston Rockets uh, had had a, had a chance. And Houston ended up getting everything they wanted and didn't have to move up. 
But everyone knew that Chet Holmgren was going to Oklahoma City, right? Like, it was kind of written. They're the type of team want to take a little bit of a flyer on a unicorn. He's the guy that has kind of the most freakish upside. And if the Orlando Magic had the wherewithal of Danny Ainge when he led the Boston Celtics, they could have very easily found a way to get more picks from the Houston Rockets, who have a ton of them, and allowed the Houston Rockets to select number one overall, Jabari Smith. But in order to do that, I mean, you don't have to, but how can you not work out Paolo Boncaro? How can you make a selection sight unseen? You know? This is not a... Like, any car you get, you should test drive, right? And remember, it's not like there's a limit to the number of cars they can test drive. Or if they want to test drive, you know, three players, somebody's going to back off. You have the number one pick. Say what you want about all the other picks in the draft. They pale in comparison in terms of resume to when you're the number one overall pick. So everybody's going to say yes. To not get Boncaro in for a workout is, uh, is criminal. And even worse yet, once they knew they wanted Boncaro, they very easily could have tr- traded with Houston, moved down to three, still got Boncaro, knowing, knowing that Oklahoma City was going to take Chet. So you can do, you can do you. You can get your right pick, the guy you wanted. And you can make it up. Maybe Orlando comes out and says, hey, truth is we knew uh, he was our guy. We watched him play all year. We just want to kick the tires on other guys. There would, would be nothing have been lost had they brought in Chet, uh, had they brought in Paolo. If anything, it would have increased the likelihood and possibility of trading down for the pick. They didn't play the game and they didn't get burned by it. But the whole thing in drafting is about collecting assets. Look what Oklahoma City did last night. You know, they have more first-round picks than anybody. But they saw an opportunity to get an additional player and say move to 11 and got that pick. You know, they, they figured out a way to get as many assets as possible, knowing that it all becomes a numbers game at the end of the day. And by numbers, I just mean you're going to hit, you're going to miss some. That's the reality of it. But the more picks that you have, along with a quality level of research, the more likelihood for success you have. You know? I mean, look at the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if James Wiseman is a bust. He missed the entire year with with a meniscal tear in his knee. I have no idea what he'll end up looking like if he'll be nearly as good as the number one overall pick. But because they have Jonathan Kaminga, because they have a depth of first uh, of, of picks last year, last night they got Patrick Baldwin jr. For people who don't know who that is. He was a five-star recruit, decided to play for his dad instead of going to Duke. He's like a six, nine face up big guy. He got a long way to go. He did not have a good season, but they're playing the numbers game with their younger guys. You, know, you have your core group, and now they have Moses Moody. Now they have Jonathan Kaminga. They have James Wiseman. Right? And you get Patrick Baldwin Jr. And if one of them becomes a star, if two of them become rotation guys, and one of them is a bust, you've won the numbers game. That's how you do it. So 
I, I, I'm not even saying I don't like Orlando's pick. I get it. You know, you've taken, uh, you've taken flyers on guys on, you know, Mo Bamba in the past, right? Like you may have thought I can't do Chet because he's Mo Bamba. I can't do Jabari because he's Jonathan Isaac. He's not. He's much more developed offensively. Right? We want a guy who we know what he can do. I'm not even sitting here telling you that Paulo's not the right pick. He's far and away more physically developed than the other two, and his game is excellent as well, and he loves to play in the, in the, in the white hot spotlight. Right? If you watched him play, if you watched Jabari play, if you watched Chet Holmgren play and you just said, hey, who's the best player now? Everybody would walk away saying Paulo. So I'm not telling you it's a bad pick. I'm telling you that they did not fully exercise five minutes before all their five minutes before all their they were on the clock. My agents just told me, you know, be ready for any- all all the chances they had to one work him out, have a better feel for who he is, but two, more importantly, obtain more assets and still get the guy they wanted. Uh, as reported on Stadium, this is from Sham Sharania, Orlando did not have a formal workout or meeting with Paula Boncaro in the workout progress, uh, workout process. Orlando blew it, even if they got the pick and the guy they wanted, who might well be the best player. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. Uh, Chargers star quarterback Justin Herbert was asked about his next contract. Wait to hear his answer. It's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. 
Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, Dollar Shave Club, six-blade razor, brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for a swift hair removal and lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razor is sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Um, listen, I'm not going to make this into a political show, okay? That's not, it's, what are we going to do? We're going to win the argument over Roe v. Wade? Like, yeah, sorry, not doing that. I will tell you, though, that it's, it's really interesting um, if you use it from a kind of sports life perspective uh, and you go back to how the Supreme Court was changed during the Trump administration, right? And obviously what happened at the end of the Obama administration with Merrick Garland never never getting a chance to be confirmed, all, all those things. But, but the, the point is that and this is, it goes along in the lines with name, image, and likeness. Right? It goes along the lines of any sort of, uh, any, any sort of rule change or evolution of sport or whatever is like, I mean, I, I use the chess analogy all the time. Like chess is the, the you, you can't think of it in a linear fashion. Like I'm going to take this piece. You have to look at the entire board. You have to understand how it's going to shape the future. And when President Trump was in office, he had the he had the opportunity and did completely change, transformed the Supreme Court. And it is going to transform and change the laws of our land 
for the near-term and probably long-term future. And, and to the people who don't like that, you have every right to have your opinion and, and, uh, and be for or against whatever. And these sorts of things, like this is where, but there's lots of people who did not vote in that election. They voted in the last election. They didn't vote in that election. And those are the people who, who decided now, like this was, how could this happen? Like you didn't vote. My, my point is, and I was thinking about this with name, image, and likeness. I've told you a long time ago, and it became repetitive. It got to the point where you're like, eh, do you even talk about it on sports radio? What's going to happen? Because everyone was operating under the presumption that name, image, and likeness was, you know, kid plays great on a Saturday, scores the game-winning touchdown. Why, why can't he be the pitch person for the Piggly Wiggly down the street? Now you can, but that... This rule change has dramatically changed the foundation of sports that we like. The perfect example, I mean, like, look, you had people for years fighting over the ability to transfer and play right away. Those two things, those two things, I mean, look at what what happened with the draft last night. That was a very good NBA draft. Like, I'm very confident saying you'll probably have 25, 20 to 25 rotation players in the NBA within the next three years. You'll have a superstar or two, an all-star or five, and you'll have a couple of gems that didn't even, weren't even drafted that'll find their way to a team. And yet, if you weren't in it as much as I'm in it, you know, like Jalen Williams of Santa Clara. Had you guys ever heard of him? I had. I did three Santa Clara games, and Scott Garson, their assistant, is a good friend of mine. He alerted me to it. Like, he gets drafted. He's like, I've never heard of this guy. How many guys did you get there? We're like, I, I, I don't know who that is. And one of the things about the draft, and I think Steve Kerr pointed this out. He, he wrote an op-ed piece. This is back when he was, back when he was a broadcaster about how the NBA needs college basketball, needs guys to stay in college basketball longer to build up a reputation so that it they bring in that fan base when they get to the NBA. But you, you, it's so hard to have it because you have guys that are here for a year and then gone. That's been a problem for years. Now you have guys that don't go to college, uh, G League Ignite and Overtime Elite. And even some of the players who are college veterans per se, right? You've never heard of because, well, they, they transferred, you know? So I do think it's interesting when people tell you, hey, this law may change, it's going to change the landscape of a sport, of domestic life, of business, whatever. It's really important to one, involve yourself, but understand, like, before you push for something to change or push for, for, for in this case, a politician, understand there's going to be ramifications to it. All right, I saw this. Justin Herbert doesn't become eligible for an extension of his co- contract until after this season. He's only been in the league two years. Uh, Herbert told CBS Sports, quote, we haven't discussed anything. I've been so fortunate to play for the Chargers. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just excited to be here and to play football. 
I love that I was drafted here. I love that I've been able to play here. I think we're doing the right things. I believe in the staff, all the teammates, the front office. All you can do is hope for the best. It's out of my control. I'll keep playing football. It, it's really kind of silliness, right? We're going to make this out like, oh, Justin Herbert, he's all in. Kyler Murray, he's not up for, can't even ask for an extension until next year. And the Chargers and Tom Telesco, their general manager, they've done a great job of trying to get ahead of it. You know, the question is how it'll be structured. But <laughs> Herbert says all the right things, does all the right things. We are the ones who don't. We ask him about a contract that he can't even ask for until next year. So it's a moot point. Stug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. John Middlecoff is our guest. Uh, you can download his podcast. It's called Three and Out. Covers the National Football League. He also loves, loves, loves to chop it up about golf and uh, and the, the, the live tour. What do you think of the PGA kind of acquiescing? Like, hey, we're going to have three no-cut tournaments now. Yeah, I mean, they've been taking a lot of shots how it's meaningless golf, right? What live is is just a money grab. That's exactly what this is. So my, my main issue with the whole thing is this didn't come overnight. You know, I think there has been in like deep in the golf world, this has been happening for a couple of years. And definitely I would say the last like 12 months with Phil leading the charge that they had time. Like I ultimately don't think DJ and Kepka, like I, I think Phil was over it, like him and they butted heads and he was old. Right, DJ and Kepka to me did not want to leave, and even Bryson, I think if those guys would have stayed, probably stay, and then they kind of the trickle down effect. If they would have done this stuff a year ago, uh, I, I do wonder if this could have been preventable. And I think, you know, the the David Stearns, the Adam Silvers, the Manfreds, the Roger Goodells, they're always doing stuff right now, and they're not even. Let's face it, they don't really have competition that they have the market cornered on their sports in this country. At this point in time, all of them are don't have to worry about that. But in terms of revenue sources, they're always very aggressive that way to try to make money because the players benefit as well as the owners. And I think Jay Monahan was really, really caught flat-footed on this one, which to me is crazy in a sport. I mean, I, I grew up uh, loving tennis, and they were very top-heavy with stars, American stars, and it feels like that you, in an individual sport, you are you, your success is dictated by your star power. And obviously, Tiger is probably the greatest star we've ever seen in an individual sport, potentially ever. Uh, but they had the momentum with other guys to at least stay strong. And I think they have uh, they, they dropped the ball. And I, I can't blame you know the players. It's players play, administrators administrate. And to me, to raise money, it's not on the players. Their their job is to ball out, be fun you know, shoot low scores. It's on Jay to figure that out. I think he screwed up royally on this one. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fascinating deal. It really, really is because you're trying to figure, like, I, I don't understand. Wait, your whole thing was our competition matters. You have to win. And now we're going to, we're going to have three exhibitions. What, what? Well, what? and ultimately, and ultimately Doug, while they do play for trophies and I know the, you know, Tiger and Rory and JT have been adamant about that. They are also playing for money. Like that's the, you play for, I mean, we've heard it for years, right? Tiger quadrupled the purses. And then over the last three or four years, the purses keep growing. That's also like you win one of these tournaments, you get $2 million, right? It's not like you're getting 75 K. I mean, these guys are playing for big money. Obviously live as much more, but that's, we're all human beings and the older we get now you could argue that even guys like DJ and Bryson were so rich that they, the, the, the money grab thing doesn't bother me as much 
when the numbers are astronomical. Like, it, to me, it's just understandable. Like, because everyone is on the same page. Like, Saudis are bad guys. Like, are, is there one person you're going to meet that's going to disagree? But then I think when you factor in, like, these guys would not have left for $25 million. But you start throwing around $125, $150 million. Like, that's, that's what, like, NBA stars get paid. I mean, what, what were some of these guys who were just on the fence to begin with? And the other thing, you know, the NBA, for example, has a lot of European stars now. Those guys were born in different – the reason they're here is because – Giannis, there was not an NBA in Greece. He, he would have just stayed there. You know, Luca would have stayed wherever he – Eastern you know, Slovenia, wherever he's from. But, like, the Euros that all left, none of these guys were American-born. So I, I don't blame them for leaving it all. Phil, you, we could argue about some of the American guys. But the Euros, I have no problem. Abe Anser, Mexico, he was born in Mexico. Like, I, I have no problem with any of these guys leaving that were not from America. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I think it's – like there, there's a lot to it. The idea that well, it's so much money. Like oh, okay. If it if it if if there's a morals to it, it doesn't matter how much money. Doesn't matter how much money. Um, and I do understand the I've never asked where money came from in the past, but th- this is a a pretty obvious one. The the question I have is like, is there any sense that the Saudis are going to go legit, or are they just this is just their way of you know of saying hey, we got so much money, it doesn't matter. And that part to it is. Is is fascinating. All right, let's get to let's get to the NFL. Um, Deshaun settles twenty of the twenty four. Uh, it appears he has at least that one of the the four remaining, which um, you know there's a text message and tears shed and an admittance on some level that something went wrong from Deshaun. What does the settlement or the settling of those twenty twenty? I know the NFL said no effect. That sounds like bull. What effect do you think it has on the timing, at least, if not the length of what the NFL comes up with? Well, I, I read this on uh, Florio Road about that Deshaun had been working with the league, and it's not uncommon for guys to basically waive their right to appeal if they work with the league on a suspension. Now, that doesn't mean like the league, because now the suspension process is different, right? It's like the NFL and the NFLPA kind of work together, and it goes to like this independent judge. Uh, but like they were all kind of working together. I, I think it's pretty clear, right? The NFL said, you better, you better settle some of these cases. Like, you, you, the longer this goes, the worse it is for all of us involved. Because every time they say you, you the, the NFL is mentioned. So, you, you know, in a, in, a, in a way, like, I know you've been basically pounding the table. Like, I'm going to clear my name. It ain't working, bro. So you might have to get open the checkbook. Now, you know, the amount of cases, it just – you and I have been talking about this for months now. It's just, like, unprecedented. I mean, I, I mean this is like – it's one of those things that you see on TV with like the Bill Cosby's or the Michael Jackson's or something. I mean, the amount. Now, I'm not saying he's guilty, but I'm just saying with the amount of women that are coming after him. And and it's also the massage therapist angle of it. Like, let's face it, we're never going to look at this guy the same. I mean, he, he basically ran a massage therapist ring to get women to come to him. And whether something happened or not, only him and the individual women know. But as we've seen, the NFL – you know, they've been very hit or miss with their ability to figure out how to suspend a guy correctly. But I think at this point in time, I don't see how they don't just drop the hammer, whether that's a year, whether it's an indefinite thing until we figure out more information. But, I mean, hes I think it's pretty clear he's going to minimum miss back-to-back seasons, which is pretty crazy. I mean, it happens sometimes like Clay Thompson missed back-to-back seasons because he gets injured. You know, people right. get hurt. But just a guy fully healthy just sitting there on the side, uh, you know, we could argue, you know, I think you and I always agreed, like, it was a, 
a little overhyped. I mean, really good player, like top 10 guy, but we acted like sometimes he was like Mahomes or what we saw out of Josh Allen. Like, I'd pump the brakes a little bit, but he's really good. $230 million good? Probably not, especially with this hanging over his head. But I don't care who you are. You spent two years away at the highest level of any profession. You stop doing radio for two years, throwing the mic, like you'd be rusty. You know, so I, I think it's, it's just a crazy situation that clearly the NFL wants to go away as quickly as possible. Um, I was watching the draft last night, and I was thinking of you. Because if you watched, you realize, like, Kofi Coburn didn't even get drafted. Right? Here's a guy who's 6'10", 275 pounds. And when we were kids, that's a lottery pick, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lottery pick. Doesn't get drafted last night. Uh, additionally, you Wouldn't know, you say, like, you, 10, 10 years ago that guy was drafted? 15. <laughs> 15. Yeah. 10, probably. I mean, like, look, Hashim Thabit was the second overall pick. Now, granted, he still may get, because he was so big, he still yeah. may have gone pretty high. But, I mean, watch last night. You'd be like, wow, I cannot, cannot believe. Um, I, I can't believe exactly like how that went down. And, I, and then, you know, also I was watching, and a kid named Kennedy Chandler went at 38. Kennedy Chandler's 5'11 and a half. He's as close to Chris Paul as anybody I've seen since Chris Paul, right? Dynamic, really young point guard. And he yeah. doesn't go to 38th. Why? Well, because it's really hard to play. If you're below 6'2 or 6'3, it's really hard for you to play and play a lot in the NBA. You just, yeah. There's just a size difference. And then if you're kind of an immobile center, even if you're dominant inside, like I don't know what Shaq looks like. As dominant as he would have been on offense and, and as physical as it is in low post when he's getting the ball on offense, I don't know what Shaq looks like because he couldn't come out in the court and, and, and help on a ball screen at all. So my, my point is, is that I guess that's running backs are what point guards like what else has changed in the league as dramatically as we've seen? I'm, I'm going to guess box safety and running back. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think two things. Uh, I, I think the running back just when I was in the league, you know, in the early 2010, 11, 12, 13 range, you had a change of pace back. You had one guy that was like. Run it between the tackles. And then you're, you're basically your change of pace back was considered your pass catching back. Now, obviously, some guys could do both. You know, Marshall Falks. I mean, even we had Shady McCoy. There were guys in the league. But a lot of teams had multiple backs. That's not the case. I would say most backs now, it's almost like, can he catch the ball? I mean, that's why what Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, you know, I think Dalvin Cook's pretty good at catching the ball. That is that. That's a must, or, or you're just not getting. Najee Harris can catch the ball. The other thing was like two down Mike linebackers. It was like because people run the ball on first and second down, so you needed guys to just hammer the fullback. Well, now I need linebackers that basically are three down that are basically can cover. I, if you can't cover, I don't think you're getting drafted at linebacker. So it's really just the passing game, because essentially. The lines, I mean, the sizes for offensive and defensive linemen hasn't changed, right? I guess you can find some shorter defensive linemen that can rush the passer, but like, you're, there's not like guards just because more athletic guards now, 5'11 guys, like that doesn't exist. But I think it's really impacted running backs and linebackers because if you get a good linebacker, and a lot of these hybrid guys now, like Cam Chancellor, because I was at 49er practice and we were sitting there they were going through some drill, and John Lynch was kind of standing next to Kittle, and we were BSing, like, I wonder if John Lynch today could tackle Kittle. And I was talking to a buddy in the NFL, and I was telling him that story, and he's like, you know what's crazy? It's John Lynch. He's playing linebacker today. You know, that's just – he's not playing in space. And a lot yeah. of guys, Cam Chancellor's that, that position. I just think things ebb and flow. Now, I'd say with this, 
the NFL changed more rules wise. Like those guys would still exist if you were allowed to light people up, but they just they've re- regulated out of the game. Basketball has changed because of the uh, of the mindset on how to score, right? No, they, you know, guys, I, I, disagree. I totally disagree. Totally disagree. You don't think it's you don't think it's I think it's rules one's ba- rule it's, based. It's almost all rules based. Look, look, the, people aren't going to want to hear this. If you can hand check, it's a totally different game with Steph Curry, completely. And 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 where the running back in the center is the same is like this. Okay. All of the rules on the perimeter have changed. In addition, like, if you go up, okay, everybody, most everybody plays off a ball screen, right? So if you yeah. watch NBA players, they do what's called twisting a ball screen. You run up on one side at the last second, you, swip, you twist your hips, and you sit on the other side. Okay? It's a moving screen. Right? It's, just, it's, a, it's a moving screen. Draymond's pretty good at those. Everybody is. Yeah. Now, guys have always moved a little bit on screens in the NBA, but now it's, like, ridiculous. And they don't right? call so, it. They don't call it, but additionally, you can't touch the guy dribbling the basketball. So you're giving all of the benefit to, to the offensive player. Now, what you know what's changed for the big guys inside is they don't call any. The reason that you don't have post play is because you can just – it's just hand-to-hand combat in there. It's a bad shot. You know, you're in the way. You can't offensive rebound because there's a guy in between you. And if they if they wanted those guys to score, all they would have to do, all they would have to do is start calling fouls. So that's like running backs, right? Where wide receivers, quarterbacks, those rules have all changed to benefit the offense, much like in the NBA. But for the running back, it's the exact same. The game has not changed in between the tackles. And so they wear down quicker. Um, I think it's some of it. I think it's both. I think. Both sports are, are, are similar in that the skill sets have changed and the mindset has changed and, and the rules have changed. And I don't know. And, and I, I think they go hand in hand, but I would say the rules changing first really helped the mindset change as well. I agree. And I, I actually think like watching Kyle Shanahan closely, it's been a point of difference for him. He still shoves the ball in terms of running the football down people's throats. And I think Green Bay has kind of transitioned into that the last couple of years with LaFleur, who's a Shanahan guy. And that's an area where you can still take advantage of people because you're allowed to be physical in the trenches. It's also why, as you see in the drafts, you know, unlike – I guess there were bigs drafted yesterday, but in the NFL, beside quarterback, you know, defensive linemen are still getting drafted really high because the Bosa brothers, the Donalds, you know, the Miles Garrett, whoever, can still play as physical as you could 20, 30 years ago, right? It's all – now you can't necessarily hit the quarterback as hard, but just in terms of getting after with the linemen, it's it's not that much different, right? No, it, it it's really not. Uh, last thing, they asked Herbert about a long-term deal. He's not even eligible for next year. He answered it kind of perfectly. Have we gotten to this place to where yeah, after your third year, you have to give a guy an extension? No. I mean, I just like, part of the fifth-year option, that's the reason that you – you draft a guy really high. Now, obviously, he's a quarterback. You can get drafted high no matter what year. But, yeah, I don't think – now, I do think for Dean Spanos, if you could get him, you know, for $47 million a year, if in three years that number's 60 or something, you know, I don't think it's crazy. Obviously, depending on what happens this year. But let's face it, he was – I've talked to multiple teams, and everyone's like, well, they didn't make the playoffs. It's like, well, the NFL, like every team basically grades every guy in the league – there probably weren't many teams in the NFL that didn't have him rated as a top five quarterback last year. So it wasn't, I don't put last year on him for not making the playoffs, right? He, he did his part. And uh, I, I'm actually excited to watch Justin Herbert play this year. It's probably any player in the league. No, that, and that whole division is insane. 
Oh, it's insane. And their roster is insane, but they always find a way to charger it up. We'll see if this year is. It's a, it's a, they're, I think them in Denver, just anytime you get a new owner, especially when he pays that much money, like obviously Russell's not going anywhere, but the new coach, I mean, you better, you better make the playoffs. And, you know, the Chargers just – you don't get the opportunity to have teams like this on paper too often. I mean, you got, you got to take advantage of it. You can't be losing to the Raiders on the road, you know, given their situation last year. That was, that was a devastating loss. Well, Houston, a couple weeks before. Granted, they didn't have a bunch of guys, but it but was it, just, I mean, they ran for like 700 yards on I know. Now, that, that's not going to happen this year because they've – in theory, they, they've improved their run defense. Yeah. John, great stuff. Have a great weekend. You too, Doug. See you. With prices sorting the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June and up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. Will Kyrie Irving be playing in a Lakers uniform next season? Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I miss her. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Every day this time, we turn it over to Isaac Lohenkron. Play a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hello, what do you got? Grab your crystal balls, Doug. Psychic? Actually, I meant crystal ball. Singular, not plural. (laughs) Nevertheless. All right, psychic. When the next NBA season begins, will Kyrie Irving be a Los Angeles Laker? Uh, no. My crystal ball says no. He will remain a Brooklyn Net. <sighs> and therefore, the world gets just a little less entertaining. All right, Psychic. Who will win the NBA's Rookie of the Year award next season? Paolo Bencaro. Really going out on a limb there, Psychic. All right. I would have voted Paulo Bencaro if he went third in the draft too. It didn't okay, matter. I just he's, you know, we 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 don't actually pay attention to the games. We just go, oh, who, who scored the most points? That's the guy. Along those lines, Duke had four first round picks in last night's NBA draft. So psychic, I love Duke. Ah, see where we're going with this. So psychic, how many first round picks will Duke have in the twenty twenty three? NBA draft and, and and hold on for a second. Doug. We actually have someone here who apparently wants to make sure everyone listening out there can hear your answer. Please, everyone, be quiet. All right, go ahead. Uh, how many will we have in the 2023 NBA draft? Uh, well, they have Derek uh, Derek Whitehead. They have actually two Derek Derek whatever Whitehead. Um, they have Derek Lively as well. I think he'll be. I'm trying to think here. Uh, who else is there? That's a dookie that's got a chance. Um, so what was the, what was the actual question? Will they have more or less or, or how many? How many first round picks next year? I'll go two. Okay. I'll go two. 
Two of the possible, if you played spades, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hey, I'm, uh, having two first-round picks with one program is still pretty, pretty great. All right, speaking of second, Psychic, which second-round pick in last night's draft will have the best NBA career? Which second-round Second-round pick. Huh. I like that. Um, uh, I, I really like uh, Jalen Williams, who is from um, – uh, the University of Arkansas. Oh. He's he's that one of those kind of guys that you just you hate him unless he's on your team. Uh, that's all I'll go with. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Jalen Williams. All right. And final question for this edition of Psychic: The USFL's inaugural semifinals will kick off tomorrow. Psychic: Will the USFL be back for a second season in 2023? Yes. Yes. And I won't care then either. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Your valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation for your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously there's got to be some money there in minor league football. Otherwise, I don't know why still exists, but I do think the USFL had a pretty, pretty good plan. It looks like it'll survive to year two, year three. That's, that's very much in question. All right. Kevin Durant spoke on a range of topics on his podcast. Wait to hear what he said about Kyrie. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? 
You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.